Hello, it's Tina Constant here, and welcome to another episode of Waffle Free Storytelling. You know the waffle is down in the show notes, so we're going to jump right into today's story. And today's story is called The Apple Tree That Did. Now, a long, long, long time ago, there was a valley where a forest decided to grow. The soil was rich and the water was plentiful. There was sun and shade in equal measure and the valley walls let in just enough wind to keep things interesting. So it was that the forest laid down its roots and started to grow. Each tree took just the right amount of space and food and water it needed to grow just as tall and as wide as it could. And as happens with any forest, the roots and branches intertwined, the trees breathed each other's air, and century after century the canopy blossomed. But as you well know, time changes things, and where there is comfort, complacency often sets in. Some trees, the biggest ones, took in a little more sun than they needed, and what they didn't use, they poured back into the soil. To be honest, none of the trees thought anything of it. It was just heat from the sun. It was a natural cycle. What they didn't expect was that their very presence changed the nature of the soil, which allowed other things to grow that wouldn't otherwise be there. The trees noticed, of course they did. And the big trees held a conference and decided that the solution to the problem was not to get rid of the newcomers, they were insignificant after all, but rather for some of the smaller trees to leave the forest and climb the valley walls to the top of the hill. That would give the larger, better established trees more space to grow. It was mainly the little thorny trees that the forest kicked out. Among them was the apple tree, small and squat with thin spindly branches. The apple tree was not big enough to argue her case, and so she left. She climbed the valley walls, feeling the direct heat of the sun and the wind on her leaves. She climbed until she found a spot at the top of the hill where she might grow. The wind was harsh there, and she had to dig her roots in deep and tight to hold on to her apples to keep them from blowing off too soon. But because she was a tough little tree, it didn't take her long to get used to and even enjoy the brighter sun and the harsher wind. Not all of the trees, of course, who were forced to move up the valley wall survived. They got sick, they crumbled, they died, and their remains turned to dust that mixed with the soil and filtered into the water that ran through the forest. The apple tree held her place and watched as the forest changed. Some of the changes were big, some were small, but the one that caught her attention was a patch of ground around a small pond where nothing seemed to grow. 
The apple tree called down to the forest to tell them about the spot, and for a long time she was ignored. It was only when the patch expanded and touched the roots of the biggest trees that the forest noticed. After much discussion, it was agreed that the oldest tree, full of years of knowledge and experience in life, would push his roots into the soil to see what was there and report back to the rest of the forest. But before the old tree could make his move, his son, a young sapling full of vigour and impatience, shot a root into the clearing. With a scream and a squeal, the sapling pulled back, but it was too late. A parasite had taken hold of the young tree and held on tight. The evil blight split and bloomed, mutated and spread. Intertwined as they were, the trees in the forest were quickly infected. Rooted as they were, they had nowhere to run. The apple tree watched in horror from the top of the hill as the parasite stretched out below. It took tree after tree, unclenching the branches that had been intertwined for centuries and burned the roots so deep into the soil that even the biggest trees bent to the slightest breeze coming up from the valley. And soon the bright green forest was a twisted, black, heaving mass of broken limbs from which came a sour stench that travelled up the valley walls to the hilltops. The apple tree looked down and felt a deep fear that caused her apples to shake and hide under her leaves. It wasn't that she was afraid the parasite would reach her. It was that she felt helpless. She was just one tiny apple tree. Every idea she had seemed impractical. Is this what happens? She shouted out to the wind. When a problem is too big, all the solutions just seem too small. Even so... The apple tree curled her leaves and her branches in, and she thought. And finally, she realized there was only one thing that she, as an apple tree, could do. She shook the apples off her branches and sent them rolling to the forest floor. The apples rolled between the broken limbs and shredded bark and settled in the soil where the parasite leapt on them and devoured them without a pause. Little and hard, the parasite spat the cores back into the soil and cursed the apple tree. For a long time, nothing happened. But the apple tree still watched. Every time she had new apples, she shook them off and let them roll to the valley floor. Again, the parasite ate the fruit, spat out the cores and cursed the apple tree. It was the wind coming up the valley that noticed what the apple tree was doing. Now to this day, no one knows why the wind noticed. Maybe because it was 
separate from the trees in the valley. It came and it went as it pleased. It wasn't attached to the forest, nor did it depend on it. So perhaps that's why it could see further. So when it understood what the apple tree was doing, it gathered the clouds into a bundle and squeezed. The clouds objected. They yelled and they bellowed, letting out furious roars, complaining about being woken up from their high, deep slumber. But the wind just laughed and pressed until the clouds had no choice but to let go of the water and let it flow over the forest and onto the valley floor. So with that rain, the cause that the parasite had spat out softened and the seeds sank deep into the soil. For two cycles, the apple tree let her apples fall and the wind squeezed the clouds until they rained. And then finally, on one warm spring day, between the cracked and twisted limbs, green saplings grew. But not just any saplings. They were young, new trees made out of the stuff that the parasites couldn't eat. And here's the magic. Every apple that the apple tree shook had seven seeds. And every seed was its own tree with a thousand apples. And each of those had seven seeds. The apple trees grew throughout the forest, pushing and forcing the parasite into a corner, and finally, it had no choice but to leave. And the forest began to grow once more. To thank the apple tree for her persistence, patience, courage, and above all for her forgiveness, the forest named her the Tree of Wisdom. And to this day, she is still revered as the keeper of real knowledge, deep knowledge, truth, if you will. Well, there you go. That's it from the Waffle Free Storytelling Podcast for today. So go and grow something this week, <laughs> whether it is a wise and wonderful child or raspberry bushes or grow something that makes you smile. Have a spectacular week and I will see you next week for more crazy tales from somewhere in the universe. Uh, of course, go see the uh, Waffle Down in the show notes or visit www tinaconstant.com where you can catch up with all sorts of other things and uh, and join in for a chat. I'll see you there. All right. Bye-bye now. <laughs>